everybody, my name is Ruhin Jasani and welcome to The Unfortunate Truth. As you can see, we're doing things a little differently. We're going to be discussing an international topic today, like we did with the Yemen crisis. However, instead of focusing on a specific region, I want to talk to you about an issue a lot of people are facing, no one's really talking about. 62 million girls today aren't in school. And when I think about those girls, I think those are our girls, you know, every last one of them. And they all have just as much promise and potential as my daughters, as I had when I was that age. Uh, it, it is an outrage. If you look globally uh, throughout the world, you see in particular in developing countries that uh, girls are not in school at all levels. Uh, and so if you think about the impact of that on societies, it's keeping girls uh, out of the workforce, uh, not having the skills they need uh, to contribute to not only raising their families. One 132 million girls between the ages of 6 and 17 are not being educated. Two-thirds of the world's illiterate adults are women. Girls who drop out of school early have fewer chances to earn a better living and help their communities. Gender inequality in global education is a massive and underrated problem. The United Nations has named it the top four and five priorities for the upcoming future. Which is a no-brainer, right? It is literally in the Declaration of Human Rights. However, we look at these Declaration of Human Rights just as students look at their code of conduct. We know it exists, but we just don't care. According to the UN, there's around 130 million girls between the ages of 6 and 17 who are out of school. 15 million of them compromise of primary age girls, which as we know is the most crucial time for them to get education. When compared to boys, 5 million more of them are out of school, and these numbers only get worse as the level of education increases. This is one of the largest humanitarian crises on the planet. But despite its moral high ground and its lack of attention, it's a very complex problem with so many different components. There's groups who are still not getting learning opportunities or opportunities to learn. And these, by and large, are kids who live in conflict countries. Half of the kids who are out of school in the world today live in countries affected by armed conflict and war and violence. There are many different kinds of barriers. Mm -hmm. They could be physical. It might be that there's not a school for 10 or 15 miles, and so it may be unsafe for a girl to walk to and fro. Um, it may be that there are cultural barriers. Perhaps girls' education is not valued because the family doesn't see an economic return. Uh, it could be that girls are getting married too early, and once they're married, it's not considered proper to mm -hmm. attend school. Quite frankly, all of these factors impact whether a girl gets an education or not. A large part of what makes this a complicated problem in the first place is the sheer number of components that play into it. For instance, let's talk about poverty. It's an ugly fact that a lot of these girls come from places where there is no education system or there's barely any funding to run one. On the other hand, family may devalue education in some areas because it doesn't seem that it doesn't hold any economic value to them. Or I can talk about how many girls are without access to education because they live in dangerous places where schools are being bombed or corruption runs rampant through local and state governments, preventing any actual good from being done. But here's the thing. These factors may be large, but they don't tell the whole story. Many of these issues are rooted in one cause, gender bias. We often focus on the economic barriers girls face, school fees or, or uniforms, 
or how they live miles from the nearest school and have no safe transportation. It's also about attitudes and beliefs. It's about whether societies cling to laws and traditions that oppress women. Whenever it comes to education, if parents are given a priority to choose, they'll always choose a boy. So you find that girls will always be the last to be given an opportunity to go to school. Because of the food insecurity in their homes, people would choose to say, fine, a girl can get married and should be looked after by somebody else. The prevailing mindset is that my goat is an asset and my girl is a liability. And it's really about changing that mindset. Okay, look, I understand when parents love their pets more. I really do. I know for a fact my mom would rather keep Kobe than me. But come on now. Look, all jokes aside, my point is that people actually think this way. You have countries that use this patriarchal ideology to overtly and covertly suppress girls from getting an education. 20 of them outright deny it. And those that don't politically deny it or say they are for gender equality will socially suppress it. For instance, because of this prejudice, more girls are likely to be victims of child marriage and early pregnancies instead of getting an education. Girls are more likely to be hired for child labor or to be forced to work at home for domestic work instead of being in a classroom. Girls are particularly vulnerable to sexual assault, abuse, and bullying at home, on their way to school, and at school, a place where they should feel safe. And finally, the dropout rates for girls are much higher than boys simply because many schools don't have sanitations for girls to go through a normal school day. It's an endless cycle of oppression for these girls because of the fact that when they have their kids, they are more likely to also be in poverty and also not get educated. This is the harsh reality that these countries simply don't care about these girls. And they may make laws just to satisfy, you know, the United Nations or some other countries and to prevent the world from calling out on their human rights abuses. But the fact is nobody checks these laws and these laws are paper laws. It is clear that social and political institutions work together to suppress girls. And for what reason? Ego? Dominance? Religion? The fact is, these countries don't understand that by suppressing girls, the whole world is being affected. We know that when girls are educated, they're more likely to delay marriage. Their future children, as a consequence, are more likely to be healthy. Their future wages increase, which in turn strengthens the security of their family. And national growth gets a boost as well. When girls have just one more year of elementary school education, the maternal and infant death rates decrease by 10 to 15%. One more year of elementary school. If a girl manages to continue on to high school, for every additional year of high school that she gets, her potential revenue increases by 15 to 25%, which of course in turn impacts the GDP in the country. 
Well, we did a research project on how you end global poverty, and what we learned is that when girls are educated, when countries invest in girls' education, every indicator for global poverty gets better. Maternal health mm -hmm. improves, uh, infant mortality statistics get better, and economies grow. So if you want to grow GDP and create stable economies, then educating girls is one of the best investments you can make. You see, this problem doesn't just affect a couple people in a few remote regions of the world. Yes, it's true that the harshness of this issue disproportionately affects certain regions, but it impacts all of us. And that was the point of today's episode. Holding back generations of girls from getting an education is probably one of the biggest mistakes we can do as human beings. An educated girl impacts future generations. She is more likely to marry later, more likely to survive poverty and increases the chances of her children getting educated and being healthier, and also reduces the chances of her dying from horrible diseases like HIV and her children dying from malnutrition. An educated girl can impact a country's economy. Some studies have shown that, that an increase in 10% of girls in schools increases a country's GDP by almost 3%. One extra year of secondary education could account for an increase of 25% in the female's income. And not doing anything is costing the world economy 1.5% of its GDP. And not to even mention the impact the generations of doctors and scientists and engineers these girls could become and try to actually save and change the world. What, you don't believe me? You think I'm exaggerating? For instance, the UN found that climate change can be solved simply by giving, by giving girls more opportunities and giving them education. A problem that we've been trying to solve for such a long time and is the greatest threat to mankind. Guys, the, this is the reality. The international community has come to the conclusion that to solve many of the world's problems, not just climate change, educating girls should be our, one of our top priorities. But nobody seems to be talking about this. The benefits of solving this problem doesn't receive a platform. Even here in the States, right? We are the champions of individual rights and freedom, but we ignore these human rights abuses across the world. We have to be serious here in the United States, and we can be. We can force these countries to change these policies. We can change the way the funding is done for, the, for these girls' schools. But only if we come to the table, only if our politicians choose to act, and only we can make them act. We must change the way our politicians see what it means to help other countries. Not only should we also vote for these politicians, but we should fund organizations that potentially help these girls from the bottom up. Look, I'm here today to make an appeal to humanity. Because quite frankly, this topic just makes me angry. Because we have parts of the world that push down a generation of girls from getting a decent education. And another part who can help, who can invest, who can make a change, but choose not to. Thank you.